Hello, today is Tuesday, October 9th. My name is Gabriel Piamonti. You are listening to On the Trail. On the Trail is the podcast for the campaign to elect Gabriel Piamonti. I'm running for 5th Ward Alderman. And today we're going to talk about the riot that never was. We're going to talk about CPAC, which is an ordinance that provides civilian oversight of the police. And finally, we're going to talk about a community meeting with respect to the closure of Treasure Island, the supermarket in Hyde Park. So first, the riot that never was. Jason Van Dyke was found guilty of murdering Laquan McDonald. Second-degree murder was the decision, as well as a charge against him for every one of the 16 bullets that he fired into Laquan McDonald. We were able to hear that guilty verdict for each of those bullets, one after the other, and that was that was a powerful moment. In the days leading up to that decision, the media was making liberal use of the term riot, and there was general concern that there was going to be a riot depending on the verdict, and what should we do to protect against a riot? Can we dissuade people from having a riot? You can call it a riot, you can call it an uprising, you can call it violence directed against property. The choice that everyone made in the media was riot, and it is important because the language was deployed at the same time that the Chicago Police Department was deployed. And the Chicago Police Department was out in mass as deliberations were taking place. And we saw them on 71st Street in huge numbers. We saw them in other neighborhoods in large numbers. They were downtown in the largest numbers, protecting the most valuable property. Ultimately, there was no violence. And I believe the local media really owes an apology it will never give, which is to say that talking in terms of riot tacitly critiques a part of our communities that is frustrated and that doesn't feel heard and says that people are out of control, that they're violent, they're irrational, and they're prone to committing violence against others and against property. This is the argument that's made for an aggressive police force. So what I'm saying is I believe that the language that was being used was in in an indirect way justifying the actions of Jason Van Dyke. It was saying we never know what's going to happen with these people. We could have riots. Sometimes we need to just do whatever we have to do to make sure that we're not going to have out of control violence in our city. I think you got to be careful with that because when you start talking that way, you've taken a side. And once you've taken that side, it's it's hard to earn trust back. And so then when later there are going to be conversations and, and head scratching about why the communities of the south and west side don't trust the media, remember the riot that never was. I want to briefly talk about CPAC again because, th- and this is something I'm going to be bringing up over and over again. Um, The Civilian Police Accountability Council is, in my view, and the view of thousands of other people in Chicago, the best way to deal with an out-of-control police department. And what it would do, first of all, is provide oversight by a civilian council. But that's not all it does. The ordinance, which is in city council now, it's waiting in a committee to be passed, does things like, first of all, it's replacing the existing police board, which is really important. It's eliminating the IPRA 
and replacing, basically doing the job that it's supposed to do, but doing it better. It's going to Im- improve the possibilities of fair treatment, in my opinion, of victims of police misconduct because it will be an independent board doing that work. It's also doing things like empowering members of CPAC to appoint deputies that would actually be in police stations and would be able to respond to issues at that station. They would have the uh, em- empowerment to receive and register complaints. They would be able to conduct investigations. These would be paid positions, by the way. They would be able to request information. They could issue subpoenas. This is the sort of stuff, this depth of change in the way we manage alleged police abuse would dramatically change how civilians are treated. It just would. If you have experience, as I do, in dealing with vulnerable communities, communities where the police behave in in the worst ways that they behave in our city, you know there's a lot of stuff that goes reported and then uninvestigated. This would be a thorough system of investigation for police crimes, and I think it's a terrific idea. I think now is the time to be thinking about this because we have to do more than just find one police officer guilty. We need to figure out a way to stop this from happening going forward, and CPAC, without question is the most organized, thought-out, systematically pursued approach. And so I want to encourage you to go to caarpr.org, which is the website of the principal organization that has been advocating for the uh, CPAC legislation. That is the... Chicago Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression. And I want you to take a look at what they've got. They've got the legislation there. They've, they've got more explanations there. It's just it's well worth checking out. And I think we need to keep talking about CPAC and we need to move it forward. And if we can't do it, if the city council that exists now won't do it, think about who will do it. Think about the next city council. Think about who you're voting for. If they support CPAC or not, you need to ask them that. So finally, I just want to make mention of the meeting about Treasure Island happening tonight. It's at 6 p.m. It's going to take place at the Catholic Theological Union at 5416 South Cornell Ave. People have lots of questions, and I think it's good that this is happening. I want to make mention of the fact that there was no community meeting of this sort five years ago when the Dominics closed in South Shore. And that's a big problem. And people don't forget in South Shore that there was never a meeting called like this when the anchoring grocery store for South Shore closed. And we've got options in Hyde Park that we don't have in South Shore. South Shore was at a much greater disadvantage in terms of access to healthy food when Dominic's closed. I'm glad to see the Treasure Island meeting happening. I'm just pointing that out because I think we need to maintain perspective going forward if we end up with a grocery store in treasure island in that spot before there's a grocery store that opens down here at 71st and jeffrey that's going to speak volumes to the priorities not only of this alderman but also of this city my name's gabriel piamonti my website is gabrielpiamonti.com you can go there you can volunteer there's a button to volunteer and you'll get to a form you can donate Support is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much for listening. Have a terrific day.